Welcome one and all to the Die by the Dice podcast. This is a weekly adventure podcast being told in order, so if you've been missing a few ones, go back and catch up. They're all right where you found this one. We'll be waiting for you. When we last left our heroes, with Drock sick of being beat up while going around town, the party opted to wait for Baron's map to come in. He told them that he'd show them after they made their way well into the old city. Drock and Farron noticed that they were being watched by men in red bandanas as they left the town. As the sun fell, the party split up to try to be on guard. During the night, the party was attacked from ambush by enemies consisting of the orc from yesterday, the slaver asking for absolution, and several thugs wearing red toothy bandanas. After a deadly and drawn-out fight, our heroes emerged victorious. Picking the dead clean of valuables, the party moved away to find a place to camp and lick their wounds. Here, Barn revealed the secret of his map. It's actually a magical crystal that seems to point the way to their destination or something, perhaps. And as we come across the, as we resume, uh, our party has just completed a short rest. So everyone may spend hit die. Um, oh, actually, before we do that, we just hope we all leveled up. Yay! So, Yay! We're do, uh, Yay! Now, in 5th edition, uh, for those of you who haven't played yet, 3 is a big level for a lot of characters. So we're just going to do a quick round robin here and talk about some of the new powers and abilities we got for our... Do you want to explain why 3rd's a big level for characters? Yeah, sure. Uh, so at 3rd level, you have to pick your character archetype. Um, the your kind of career path, your specialty, if you will. Uh, so everyone has chosen now their their particular flavor of rogue or monk uh, to go through. So why don't we start with Brent Farron? Why don't you tell about some of your new level three powers? Uh, so I'm actually a weird one to start with because I didn't get Jack at level three. Actually, I just got a couple extra spells. I actually picked all my stuff at level one. When you pick your deities, kind of when you pick your domain and all that junk. So, um, I do get some extra spells, but that's really it. Uh, you got any highlights for those spells? Um, well, let's see, what did I actually pick? Uh, I did actually finally get access to level 2 spells, so that's that's kind of nice. Um, you may have uh, caught me doing a quick prayer of healing last level, mm-hmm. or last uh, session rather. So that was in there. Uh, I also picked up Spiritual Weapon, which is oh. a great one. Yeah, we saw that one too. We, you did, yes. <laughs> uh, I also picked up Hold Person, which seems like it might come in oh, handy. Oh, classic. And uh, Lesser Restoration, which, uh, given our propensity for getting into terrible situations and all of that, yeah, might come in handy too. <laughs> I guarantee I'm going to end up needing that spell at some point. Oh, yeah. So it seemed handy. Um, I... I guess, do we want to talk about the fact that I got a shout-out? That's why I was level 3 early? No. Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, no, well, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, meh, maybe. So, the reason that I was able to cast those uh, was that I actually hit level 3 a little bit before everybody else, uh, thanks to a quick shout-out from a listener. So, if you guys want to keep sending those Farron's way, that would be much appreciated. <laughs> and you didn't see it, but I was throwing finger guns there, if you want to... Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. He'll do favors for you, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Wink, wink. So, yeah, go ahead, Lisa. Okay, so uh, in the monk realm of things, there were a few choices I can make, and I picked Way of Shadow, which is a little bit roguey, which I kind of like. So she's a little bit more sneaky now. Um, I can cast Darkness, Dark Vision, Pass Without Trace, or Silence. I also got the Minor Illusion Cantrip. And I got Deflect Missiles, which I'm excited about. Oh, tell us a little more about Deflect Missiles. Deflect Missiles is uh, against range attack. So if somebody's using a ranged attack against me, I can deflect or catch the missile, and the damage is reduced by 1d10. 
plus my dex mod, plus my monk level. So if I reduce the damage to zero, this is the best part, if I reduce the damage to zero, and it's small enough, the projectile is small enough that I can grab it in one hand, I can grab it, and I can throw it back at whoever it was. Which right. is super exciting to me. I, as the other rogue, <laughs> am excited about these abilities. <laughs> Drock. Drock um, has now gone the way of the Bard of Valor, so he's a little bit more melee-oriented. Um, I can wear medium armor, and um, <clears throat> have a few melee abilities coming up. I switched out the... Um, Act, very utility spell comprehend languages for healing word because I figure feeling someone across the, who's dying is way more important than being able to understand languages situationally. And um, I got picked Just up before a second. John's going to make us totally need to have comprehend languages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I picked up the second level spell invisibility Ooh. because that is Ooh. never not awesome. Being invisible super important <laughs> a, lot, a lot of the time. <laughs> Woo! Team Rogue! Yeah, <laughs> we are Team Rogue. We're Team Sneaky over here. Except well, for me. Except for you. Full I'll everywhere. make you invisible. Hey, At least you'll get that. With, with invisibility, we could do some kind of silence? Yeah. I do have silence now. We got I you have covered. access to it, yeah. We got you covered, Uncle Fair. The, the one-two sneaky heavy armor <laughs> combo. <laughs> Where is all that clanking coming from? Who dropped all the pots and pans? So invisibility and silence. Yeah. And you just stroll on through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got God. this, guys. Alright, so uh, I've gone Arcane Trickster uh, for my rogue. What this ends up meaning is I've gotten access to a whole bunch of new spells. The primary one being Mage Hand. Uh, that is a cantrip, so I can spam the crap out of that spell. And, and how big a bomb can it carry? <laughs> <laughs> it can activate the bomb that my invisible servant is carrying. Oh, okay. Well, I'm also invisible. Okay, <laughs> so, I like it. Team so... Uh, but being an arcane trickster, I get more uses of the mage hand than a person typically does. Meaning I can use it for thieving things. I can pick pockets. I can put things in people's pockets. I can open doors. I can uh, disarm traps. I can uh, pick the lock on a door. And I can do this all from about 30 feet away. Which is going to make traps and whatnot way more fun for me. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I also got access to a bunch of other spells. I now have, from being a tiefling, Hellish Rebuke. So when I get attacked, I can just spit fire back at the person once per long rest cycle. I also now have Disguise Self, Featherfall, and Charm Person, along with uh, Thaumaturgy, Mage Hand, Minor Illusion, and Control Flames. So does it also let you win any rap battle you happen to be in when you spit hot fire back <laughs> at them? <laughs> By default, yes. Okay. Yes, that, that would be exactly what happens. I got John with in that In the middle one. of one of drops. <laughs> You're just going to bust in for the... I can beatbox. <laughs> yeah, the only other abilities I had is I now have an increased sneak attack. Mm -hmm. So when I land that, I'm going to be doing even more damage than I was before. Nice. So Bard has led you into a one of the one of the houses within the old city, tucked around a corner, several blocks away from the the site of the battle. You sit around a small campfire. the The desert heat now leached away by the the darkness. Uh, go ahead and spend uh, healing die, or hit die, I should say, to restore hit points uh, if you're wounded. Yeah, all right. That's no, we're doing the Alvo rules. We're instantly healed from leveling up. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> I do inquire if we can stay longer. He says, I'd be wary. Oh, yeah, he got me back up from like that healing ward or whatever he did at the end. Yeah, I think a bunch of you guys are back, back to full. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I'm back to full now, too, after spending that. If we rest in the old city, we should do so during the day. 
Um, none that I can recall that we have ever seen a stranger in the, the daytime in the old city, but they uh, will appear at night from time to time. Yeah, so we noticed. Let us make it to the day. Feeling a bit better, you guys continue to explore the old city. Now, instead of randomly roaming around to try to lose pursuers, which unfortunately didn't seem like it succeeded for you, you're following the, the path of Barnes Amulet, a small diamond-shaped crystal hanging from a silver pendant, which... Does it look expensive? Hmm. Not itself. It's just a small violet crystal, mm-hmm. but that its slight glow and ability to seemingly uh, magically point the way uh, towards what you're not sure, but towards something certainly, uh, makes it have maybe have some additional value beyond just the materials it's made of. Fair point. Um, make arcana checks if you have arcana trained. There's no trained. Oh, I mean, if you have it as a if you're provisioned with it. Don't we have access to everything in this uh, edition? You normally would, but I'm asking only for people proficient in arcana nope. to make an arcana check with it. Okay. Not here. None of us are. Fair enough. I have a decent bonus, though, just because I'm smart. <clears throat> Jack of all trades. Okay, I'll allow it. All right. Was it trying to question your <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Never mind. Master of none. <laughs> but better than a master of one. It doesn't seem correct. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> no, that's the whole quote. Uh, Jack of all trades, master of none, is better than a master of one? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, one of those, the, the quote that people use is actually the reverse of the original that mm. it means. Yeah, it, it's on that list of like, we don't actually say it correctly. <laughs> hmm. All right. Educational aside. Well, the more you know. <laughs> Some of us are more learned than others, apparently. <laughs> we just have more random knowledge in that you are area. You very learned. It's pronounced learned. <laughs> learned. Educated. He leads you through the winding those spacious streets of the old city uh, for the next four hours before saying alright just losing his mind <laughs> every day is a windy road sorry <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, you I guess but sorry, I don't know why either <laughs> sorry sorry listeners <laughs> I was so, going to say we broke Joe, but he broke himself. <laughs> like an iPhone. These are two years. <laughs> He's going to start singing soon. <laughs> outdated 90s songs. How dare you, sir? Outdated the Shaw. What? Who would ever do that during a raid for Destiny? <laughs> Certainly not any of us. That's for sure. Not the Jumplemats. No. Right. Okay. Barn tucks into another abandoned house. Uh, this one, as you've been traveling, you've been, it's a little unsettling that each seems to be almost a, a carbon copy of the others. There's so little, there's so little feature to any of these, these buildings. They're all larger than they would really need to be for someone human size, belying that possibly the original architects were either like grand scale or were larger than humans. But each one is almost featureless now, and you're not sure if they've been lost to time or simply were built as merely sort of cookie-cutter copies of one another. 
In any event, you find the aesthetic to be somewhat unsettling as you tuck into another one to take another little uh, break before dawn. All right, everyone test perception, please. Twelve. Ooh, that's not good. Seventeen. One, one day I'll have a character who's good at perception. Ten. Fifteen. Now you feel. Okay. Eric's and Kiaren. Or you feel as much as you hear, sort of a a high-pitched whine sound, kind of cut through the otherwise near silence within the <clears throat> within the little dwelling. It it's at sort of the, the barest reaches of your of your hearing, but you feel like your your teeth kind of itch, uh, sort of setting your um, just your nerve endings on end. It's Kind of like, you're not really perceiving it with your conscious mind, but your subconscious is picking up on on something. Like a dog whistle. Kind of, yeah. Can we tell what direction it's coming from? The, it's not, you're not able to tell directionality, but it, seems, it sounds like it's coming from somewhere close. Drock is humming a tune to himself, blissfully <laughs> unaware. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear Jack, so... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of looking around, seeing if I can locate. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start looking, at, like, poke my head out, see if I can see if something's the direct cause of it, or if it's nothing to be seen. Okay, as you poke your head out, you see to the cautiously poke my head out. Okay, as you cautiously clarify. poke your head out to the left, you see a a figure faintly glowing uh, on top of the sand. Define figure. Uh, it's humanoid, but almost entirely featureless. It stands about nine feet or so tall and has a long, kind of gangly look to it. Its arms and legs seemingly almost impossibly thin so. um, with a s- small torso and um, a like a sort of oblong head. Not Slenderman. Yeah. Definitely, well, it, uh, definitely not Slenderman. <laughs> uh, it doesn't have any, like, it's all sort of a, a pale, kind of like eggshell white. With a, uh, like a, it ha- seems to glow with a soft radiance, but doesn't cast light on anything around it. It's like those things that we uh, described that were horrible. Mm-hmm. That's definitely not creepy, yeah. is what Eric says out loud. Uh, mm-hmm. two, it has two glowing eyes at about eye height in its head, but eye otherwise height. no facial features or anything else. Okay, I'm going to uh, alert the party. It doesn't actually, it doesn't appear to be moving, um, but it's, it's sort of just standing there, but it's... It wavers as though in like a heat haze. Is it blocking the road or is it? It's just sort of at the edge of the the dwelling. Where we uh, are. Where that that you're in, yes. Ooh. It doesn't. It's not blocking any means of escape. Okay, I'm gonna uh, make sure everybody knows. Hey, we have company. There's a figure outside. Oh. Shit! Oh hell! <laughs> I bust towards the other. I bust the other way, running. <laughs> uh, Barn says, "What kind of figure?" It's glowing. It's very long and thin. It's, it's not a stranger. Moving. And he like, grabs up his back. And he's, like, he's a slender man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid that for copyright purposes. So he's now running with me. I don't think it's copyright. It is an urban legend. I didn't know. Are we supposed to be dropping TMs after every <laughs> slender man? TM. It'd be just TM. my luck. He's going to sue us. Something awful. <laughs> <laughs> Not creepy pasta. This is Jacob Slenderman. Yeah. <laughs> He's an original character. OC don't steal. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Uh, so, so Barn grabs his gear and starts 
trucking after Druk, who's in full retreat from the sound of things. Yeah, I my, will follow. Yeah, I'm doing the same, grabbing my stuff and fleeing. Win in Rome. Okay, yeah, it looks Farin's, like we're booking it. Fair and stable. in shade. <laughs> True, win in shade. Do as the locals do. <laughs> if you're running, I'm running. Bar. Screw you guys, I'm gonna have a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Go make friends, that's what you do. <laughs> God's on my side. His name's Chuck. <laughs> okay, you run for a, a few blocks. Starting around a few corners, just trying to put as much material between you and the stranger. So much running. Before eventually, Barnes kind of, okay, somebody, somebody look back, see if we lost it. I look back. Uh, there's no sign of the, the creature. Apparently we have. I don't see him. <sighs> What's a stranger? You call it a stranger. What is that? It's... It's the name that has sort of been given to these these things. No one really knows what they what they are, what they want, but they appear sometimes at night in the in the old city. Have they always been here or are they a recent phenomenon? As long as as much as well as I'm aware they've always been here. Uh, they don't really move, but can sometimes sort of jump. Yeah, we've seen that. Yeah, Fern and I attacked one with different assortment of our spells and swords. All were ineffective, and it seemed to attack my mind. It caused even me to become terrified. Me, <laughs> Drock. Yes, you, Drock. <laughs> sorry, that might not be the time. Sorry, no, Drock stares at you. It's, it's all right. Sorry. Humor in such gallows time is is, is fine. They, they can harm people just by being near them, it seems. Uh, we, don't, we don't know what motivates them, but they typically don't give chase. Good to know. We should... Well, we should press on, as long as we're moving. Uh, dawn's not too far away, and then we can take a longer rest. Sounds good. Let's keep going. You wander for a few more hours following the, the path of the amulet. Eventually, the, as the sun begins to break over the, the rooftops, he says, okay, we should be uh, safe to rest. Let's find a little inlet. Okay. Watch order. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, I'll go second. I give, you one of my, I give you my horn. Okay. And as we have discussed, everyone who's on watch will have a horn. That's super good. I have two. <laughs> but um, I'll take a watch. Okay, it'd be third? Sure. Okay. So first watch. Yeah. No, we we don't just have to let people not be on watch. I know I got away with that last time. <laughs> and I suppose no one said, why don't we double people up? Yeah. At the beginning of mine, I'll do um, detect magic as a ritual, too. Okay. Um, How long does it last when you cast it as a ritual? Just ten minutes. I have to maintain concentration on it, but... Just spend ten minutes on and off. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. What do you pretend uh, <laughs> just in general? Or are you looking at trying to detect anything in particular? Um. Well, those stranger things kind of seem to pop up on us. So, like, toward that, I guess. Okay. Because I think I kind of almost got it last time. Like I, you mentioned something about it being kind of like always on the peripheral. So look for that again, I guess. Okay. Gotcha. There. Make a perception check. Nope. Okay. <laughs> That's neat. 
Uh, you don't detect anything magical, although you do see, obviously, a Barnet amulet appears to be magical. Okay. So second watch was Eric's. And your watch goes quietly. Huzzah. Can I make a quick question? Sure. It's so bad about these watches. The um, detect magic. The thing that I drank to join the gang mm-hmm. obviously had a magical effect on me because I can see stuff and I appear to have the glowy eye thing. Do I show up on detect magic? Um, that does not appear to. No? Okay. Just check. All right. Third watch uh, of Kiaran's goes quietly as well. So everyone subtract uh, one ration from your stockpile. And make a note that you emptied one of your water skins. <clears throat> By the way, if you want it, there's an option on the sheet, a little cheat sheet for the character. Oh, neat. That's cool. Tuck it this way. Yeah, any of us that use the program should be able to print one of those out. Mm-hmm. What is it? A little like cheat sheet of information about the character. So like he doesn't necessarily he'd have easier access to information if he wants to do like our passives oh. on anything or just generally know what we're capable of. I thought it might be helpful. I know I like that kind of stuff when I was DMing. Okay. <clears throat> while while you guys are resting. Barin comes over to uh, you, Eric, during your watch, and says, uh, "says I know it's been a been a while. How's how's everybody doing?" They were fine the last time I saw them. Trying to build a cage for me, essentially. I had to kind of duck out. It's been some months now, like actually more like a year, I think, since I've seen any of them. But up until then, they you know. Fortunes were on the rise. The family seemed to be generally recovering from the near poverty we ended up in. Says, uh, that, well, that's well, that's good at least. Says, how are you uh, doing with all all this? And he kind of <laughs> waves his hand in your general direction. You just pointed at all. Do I notice him saying that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> probably around um i kind of look at you a little bit like huh it takes some getting used to uh i'm a lot more likely to be run out of town with torches and pitchforks than i used to be but most places i seem to be able to find uh people willing to treat me like i'm still a person other than that i mean i don't feel too differently i just gained some new abilities and kind of like uses his mage hand to like float up uh some of his playing cards um so i mean that's new other than that i don't know i feel like the person i always was so demons don't whisper in your sleep no i i have never heard voices i mean or, I, I, or I, whispers I, or anything of that like yeah that's i don't i mean i don't either 
Well, that's that's good to hear. <laughs> Drox is like, actually Urks is looking at Drox, no, no, very very concerned. <laughs> do, do you no, I, hear I, voices? I, no, I told you. Remember when I whispered into the microphone? Oh yeah, I, yeah. I think I, I think the only person who doesn't know really is Kiara. People like shouted it from the rooftops. I think everyone knows. <laughs> no, I, I whispered it. Oh, okay, but I had to. You know, I, you guys yelled at he's, me because I covered my he's mouth. He's stage whispering it because an I actual st- whisperer. I stage whispered. I thought you said it once earlier. I was just like, oh. all right. Um, in any event, he says, well, uh, he's like, I appreciate you coming all this way to, to help me, but, but don't, don't worry, there'll be, there'll be riches of plenty for all of us, so this I'm sure. Good. Since we're getting set up in a new town, riches of plenty would be a good thing to have. Plus, <laughs> uh, I'm never going to say no to money. So, you rest for about half the day, and then, having all been... Recuperated. Uh, you take a finish a long rest, so all your rechargeables basically recharge, mm-hmm. and you fall full heal. So any other wounds you had are are gone. Sweet. He holds the amulet out again, and you all begin to follow its follow its lead. Okay. So you walk for about an hour, moving through the the streets. Actually, everyone make t- everyone test perception real quick. Let's see who notices it. Twenty one on a natural twenty. Nice. 16. That's a natural one. 18. You betrayed me, Red. So everyone but fair. (laughs) (laughs) As uh, Barnes walking, see the amulet quickly whip like 90 degrees on the, uh, on its chain. He says, whoa, that's new. And as he begins kind of walking around about a 20 foot square, you see the, the amulet continues sort of whipping side to side. As he walks around, eventually he stands in a place, holds it out, and it instead of sticking out sort of in line with his outstretched fingers, it points down towards the earth. Hmm. I think we're here, guys. Do we have a shovel? I didn't know we were going to be digging. This is uh, news to me, too. Well, uh, I mean, we've all got hands, I guess, right? Dig in with the edge of my shield and start shoveling. (laughs) I also use my shield. What's what's the ground like? It's uh, sand. I also use my shield to dig. I'm going to keep watch. Y'all can dig. Okay. I'm such a good digger. (laughs) Drock really begins digging. He's like, in a competition, he tries to race you. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe even you know you're in a race. Yeah, I had no idea. (laughs) I mean, because I can. I just mage hand dirt. (laughs) All right. Playing with my new abilities, I can lift 10 pounds with that hand. Gotcha. 10 pounds of dirt. Wow. You look 10 pounds. It takes about an hour or so. Because sand keeps, one, falling back in. And the constant shifting winds keep blowing sand back to to fill the divot more swiftly than it seemed that it would seem natural. But eventually, your combined efforts manage to clear a about a three-foot depression in the, the sand. A little pit. And at the bottom of which you see a... A large circular stone manhole cover, for lack of a better term there. Uh, it has a... Uh, it's inscribed with um, numerous sigils that you uh, can't make out. But you notice that there are several like concentric rings on the plate. Okay. We're going to meet the Ninja Turtles. Guard, is this magical? Attack magic as a ritual. Okay. It just reminded me of the Supernatural episode I watched today. Which one? 
the newest one, they introduced a character named Donatello. He's like, yeah, I was named after him. And Bean goes, the mutant ninja turtle? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, everyone else kind of keeps shifting sand off of the plate while you mm-hmm. prepare your ritual. Uh, at the end, you can see that there are uh, there is, in fact, magic coming from the, the disc. Okay. It looks like one sigil on each ring is magical. Uh, the top two, uh, the innermost ring and the outermost ring, uh, are fixed. Okay. Um, and they're sigils to go with, glow with a soft uh, aura when you look at them. Okay. Um, it says I pick up on the school. I don't know if that matters in the scenario. Oh, it would be abjuration in this case. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. It is magical. Um, and I, I'll test the. I, you said the other ones are fixed, so mm-hmm. I'm to, I'm to assume that the other ones can turn. Yes, they uh, they rotate around the wheel. Okay. Um, you guys might want to stand back a little bit. I got an idea, and I'm gonna start aligning the glowing ones. Okay. Uh, it just takes a matter of moments, and they all line up. Uh, as they do, there's a a soft flash of light that all of you can see. The uh, magic dissipates, or at least sort of recedes. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be replaced with a, a light transmutation. Hmm. Okay. From the the center ring, it sort of seems to iris out and expand, uh, each folding into the next one, which then folds into the uh, the out the hmm. outermost, leaving you with about a four foot wide hole descending into blackness below. Hmm. Uh, those of you, oh, you can see there's a few like inset. Rungs in the st- in that same kind of speckled gunmetal gray stone uh, descending downward. I look inside it. There is a pit and a seeming ladder built into the wall, mm-hmm. descending down beyond the length of your dark vision. Mm, okay. Well, there's a ladder. I'll go down the ladder. Yeah. And I check for traps. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and percept or investigate. I guess. Probably better at investigation. Because... Oh, 16. You don't find any traps. Oh, this doesn't seem to be booby trapped as far as I can tell. Doesn't mean they're not there. So I said as far as I can tell. <laughs> um, yeah, so I will go down the hole. Okay. Down the ladder. Climbing order? Actually, should I go down first? I can check the traps and disarm them. You go next then. I'll go next. I, mean, it, it, I guess technically whoever has the best perception slash investigation should be the first person because... We can all detect traps. I can disarm them, and I no longer need to be top of it to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he and I naturally have dark vision, so we don't have to necessarily waste spells initially. Okay. I mean, I can cast light. Yeah. And I can cast dark vision, so but, we can all sort of get by. But at least at the moment, we don't know what's down there. Mm-hmm. So before the, we potentially stumble into like the nest of the strangers. Let's not give ourselves away <laughs> as quickly as possible. Planning ahead, thinking things through. What group is this? Come on. <laughs> All right, go ahead and make an athletics check to climb down. Shit. Serious ladder. That's going to be 20. All right, it's seriously long. Uh, you that makes sense. You find yourself descending uh, quite a ways as the, the pinprick of light up, or the hole above, of light above you turns into a, a small disc and then a pinprick. It gets. He gets far enough down that he forgets his own advice and starts whistling to himself. <laughs> Drox is still whistling. <laughs> uh, Drox, as you're following next, go ahead and you also make athletics. Oh, it's terrible. Eleven. It's good enough, though. So you're able to uh, follow him down. 
Make an intelligence check real quick. This is where I'm going to fail, guys. Fifteen. Um, Thirteen. All right, not bad. Uh, so you, you feel like you've uh, traveled down well over a hundred feet. Mm-hmm. Before coming to the bottom in a a stone chamber, it's from the, from a like a cross cut view of it. It's sort of semicircular, with two platforms on either side of the the bottom of the circle, and then sort of a, a divoted lower portion in the middle, mm-hmm. uh, possibly like some sort of a sewer system or something like that. But there's no there's no uh, water or sewage down there. It extends in two directions, left and right, from where you came down the wall, uh-huh. uh, as far as your as your dark vision can see. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast a Minor Illusion. Okay. 30 feet up in the air. I'm going to say in a five-foot square, keep it come down. It's kind of going to hold it up there for you guys to see. Okay. Mm. Okay. Uh, I guess make Perception, those of you on the top of the ladder. Natural 20. Wow. 23 total. Okay, so both of you can read the, the message in the air. Okay. We have Baron with us still, right? Yeah. Okay. We're gonna send him down first. Maybe, yeah. Uh... Says, "All right, uh, get something to let me see." Oh, yeah, he can't see, can he? Um, sure. I've got a torch, but I, I would like two hands for this. Yeah, probably a good idea. Um, I'll just reach out and like touch his outer layer, clothes, and cast light on that, so it's like glowing now. He says, "Hey," <laughs> <laughs> and he begins to climb down the ladder. You see his 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 glowing form sort of begin. <laughs> Descending. Oh, that'll make a good target. <laughs> I kind of uh, actively investigate the immediate, immediate surrounding, not like going off anywhere, just kind of. Okay. So as we're kind of like investigating as they're coming down the hole, mm-hmm. uh, Eric's comments. Um, and sometimes I still kind of trip out of the fact that I could suddenly see in the dark. I have totally drops. I didn't used to be able to. It's kind of weird. The. The chamber you're in mm-hmm. uh, kind of reeks of, like, it has sort of an ancient an ancient putrescence to it. Mm. It's not, like, actively stinky, but it's like there's this kind of odorous haze in the air. And uh, you can see that the bottom of the, the trough mm-hmm. uh, between the two outer platforms is, is kind of caked in some sort of, like, thick grime. But it's all um, desiccated. Uh, after a few minutes of climbing, uh, Baron makes it down as well. He says, uh, whew, well, that's, this certainly is a place. And he kind of turns his shirt around to, <laughs> try to, to scope it out. What is, upon closer examination, what is the putrescence? Is it just any type of a... Do you, like, try to, like, Scrape a little bit off of it? Yeah. Or? Okay. Do you taste it? No, I don't do that. Um, I don't think it's going to taste like chocolate. This is definitely cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> it flakes off in a about a palm-sized chunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a few inches thick, and it's it's tough to tell. Whatever it was, whatever it once was, it was it was a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the like all the surfaces are covered with like. Uh, Thick layers of dust. Oh, you don't really see much in the way of cobwebs or anything like that. Oh, that's fantastic. Even spiders don't come down here. <laughs> and who's next down the ladder? Me. All right, Aaron athletics. Ten. Good enough. Oh, thank God. <laughs> that's one of my better ones, too. Do you I just the, rolled uh, bad. 
Mm-hmm. The light spell? Uh, we were following Baron down, so I was close. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, one for you. Okay. <laughs> we can get here. I could Knowing that I'm wearing full down. armor and all that, and I've got a couple people below me, I'm going to ask for a quick uh, guidance for my uh, role here. Don't fall on me. Yeah, that's the idea. Uh, and I also can't see very well. Well, no, I guess we're following Baron. Never mind then. But what am I going to get? Oh, okay. You're fine. But, all right. So that's a three, so 20 total. Okay. Yeah, it's plenty. Yeah. Even with your disrupted vision by TR and obscuring your light source, you mm. still managed to get down just fine. So after about probably 10, 15 minutes of climbing all told between a lot of you, you make it down to the, within the, uh, this ancient hallway. Okay. I'm going to take the moment to recast light, but on my shield this time, just so he's not glowing anymore. Okay. That way, he's not, like, the focus of whatever might be down here. Well, while we're waiting on them coming down, I'm just, uh, part of my scouting the immediate area is determining if there's any traps. This was sealed up for a reason, so I'm being kind of particularly cautious. Okay. I'm not in the mood to die today. That's fair. You mentioned it was a hallway. Is it as tall as the tunnel? So it's about 20 feet wide, and from your plate, there's the place where you're standing, there's about a five-foot inset, like, walkway on your side and across of a, like a 10 by 10 trench between these two platforms. Above you, there's a semicircular rooftop. So that's like your 2D view of it. And then that extends left and right as far as your eyes can see. I'll turn to Baron, or is it Baron? Can we settle this? Is it Baron or Baron? I can't both remember. Are, both have been. I think okay. he's just been saying Baron because it doesn't sound like he's I've been going back and forth. <laughs> that's why you think you started saying Baron. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'll turn to Baron and uh, I'll ask him, what is this place? Uh, I don't know. Um, Eric's make a history check. Uh, probably not. Um, <laughs> seven. Okay. Um, Jack of all trades? No. But because <laughs> uh, it's a background thing, not a. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've heard of. Ah, never mind. Seven's not going to get it. Uh, nobody has any idea. Okay. <laughs> we have no idea. He says, I'm not sure. Some kind of ancient tunnel or passageway? Hmm. Well, what does your, uh, your crystal tell you? Oh, right. And he fishes into one of his pockets and pulls it out. Uh, it glows with a soft purple light as he, as he sw- swings it around to reactivate it. And then it begins, it shoots out, not shoots out, but extends the edge of its chain. Okay. And points down right based on the Ladder just came down. Okay. Extending into the darkness. And what exactly is that pointing us to? This is a treasure, so I've been told. Mm. Okay. Considering that w- what we've gone through and where we are right now, what else have you been told about this treasure? Is it just treasure and you're expecting a chest full of gold? Are we finding some kind of artifact? Is the real treasure friendship? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I love no, that it's magic. taken us this long yeah, to question it. Like, we're down. down in the sewer thing, well, and now we're thinking, like, you know, I mean, what the, is this thing? Well, exactly it's not crossed my mind, but up until now, it seemed more like a potentially, like, a fetch thing. That, like, he's going to meet up with somebody and get something, or, like, 
it didn't necessarily seem like it was going to become a dungeon. <laughs> now it's like, okay, like we're fighting these weird stranger things. We've yeah. got Sony Whipar and you're a drunk debtor. So what exactly are we into here now that I think yeah, it's, about it? It's, it's clearly it, taken at his word that this is all going to be fine. <laughs> this has gone beyond just like, oh, we're going to like follow this map and like, you know, dig up a treasure. Like, no, no, this is becoming yeah. like a quest, a quest, you know, significantly dangerous. He says, totally well, still on board, by the way. I just want to know what I'm getting into. I've been told that there's a lost vault in the old city, something that hasn't been pillaged in all this time. We're vault hunters. Yes. Cool. If you, if you will. And is there a tomb though? Are we raiding a tomb? <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't. I don't know the nature of the place. I just told, know that it was sealed, and is should be undisturbed. And there is great wealth beyond. Okay. Alright. And that this can and he sort of points to the amulet sticking somewhat unsettlingly forward instead of hanging down like a any decent gravity <laughs> affected by item would would want to do. Physics. Okay. At this point this is that's not really high on the list of like fucked up shit we've encountered. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> attacked by weird skeleton snakes and sand women. Like Yeah, that satisfies me. There's a hidden vault that has my pillage lit. Cool. Thank yeah, you. I'm like, alright. Alright. Yeah. That's, that's all I needed. I'm game. Let's go. <laughs> Alright, so, um, unless somebody else feels they're better suited, I'm going to take point and you do search the traps. Okay. Um, maybe I should go. take backspace so with my dark vision I can see if anyone's coming from behind us. That's a good plan. So I will kind of actively watch her back. Well, okay. And, okay, here's the other thing. Since we knew at least at one point we were being followed and we don't know how many more of those guys there were, I mean, we know we killed the one we recognize. Mm. Is there a way to close up or conceal what we just came down so we don't have to... We're not worried about whatever wasn't already in here coming after us. Well, the do we song, want to do that, though? How do we get there. out? The hash... Well, it's, a, it's just also concealed. Ah. Well, think about like when we were digging it out, how quickly it was filling back up. Like It's probably pretty well covered at this point. Am I wrong? Well, it was open. Yeah. So the sand's yeah. just coming down right now. Yeah. And okay. actually, I really just don't want to go back up there. That's a lot of effort. Yeah, so let's just, far. Keep, let's keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably fine. Drock, you watch the back. Yeah. Scream if you get attacked by something. <laughs> That's why I'm in the back. We should probably put Baron in the front because he's the one with directions, but probably behind you. Yeah. Yeah. I figure I'm at the front and then you're probably somewhere near me. I'll be in the back with Drop then. Okay, I'm, I'm not really confused about the order, because I said point, everyone agreed. Now he's in front, but Perrin's also in front. Okay, so this is what, this is what has you, sort of been described to me. It's going to be go, moving forward, Eric's in front, probably about 10 to 15 feet in front of the rest of the group. Okay. Then some combination of Kiaren, Baron, Farron. Okay. Then a little bit of space, and then Drock is rear guard. Okay, if you want to go in the front, I'll go behind you. Like two feet behind or something. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like it's big enough that we could walk two abreast even. That's yeah. what I'm the, saying. Like... The, the platform is about five feet wide. Okay. So oh. you can, there, then there's like a, a trench mm. with, full of dry, crusted filth. And then there's another five foot walkway on the opposite side. Okay. It's about 20 feet wide with two five foot platforms and a 10 foot trench. Okay. So it how, resembles how, a sewer. It's like a sewer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. We're totally in a sewer. Yeah, everything about this sounds like a sewer. It is a sewer. <laughs> it is absolutely a sewer. So you're first, Eric's. We'll have uh, Baron give you directions. Baron, you want to stick with Baron? I'll be behind you guys just a tiny bit. Okay. And then Drox, right. bring it up the rear. 
Okay, that yeah. sounds good. Let's do it. All right. So if you're looking for traps, I'll assist. I guess. Yeah, if you allow him to. Yeah, how does that work? Uh, sure. Um, go ahead and you make a perception check and see what you get. That uh, is twenty-two. Twenty-two. All right. Okay. So you'll have advantage on your check. <laughs> this check's totally gonna end up being better than I was. Yep. Nine. <laughs> All right. Whoa. Two to six. Yikes. Not seeing traps, guys. We're totally fine. Waltzing down the sewer. Well, no, it's not trapped the sewer. Make sure it comes down here in the sewer. <laughs> it's like putting traps in the air ducts. So this is ancient shit. Yes. Yeah, probably. Yes, it is. Yeah. This is putrefied shit. Yeah. I mean, it was putrefied a long time ago. Now it's just dry. Now it's just dry. Yeah. What do they call that? Corporalite or something like that? Oh, is that a name? Yeah, there's actually a name for, like, petrified shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Science! So, <laughs> you walk for about a half an hour or so before you come to a, a four-way square intersection. Okay. Uh, you don't find any traps, Eric's. Really? But you do see at the corner of this intersection the... A traffic light. Yes, it says stop. No. Uh, in There's the, a society of bugs. There is the trench where they come together. There's sort of a, a a downward bowl with about an eight foot wide pit in the center of it. Oh no. Uh, the pit descends downward. If you go farther into the shit. I, I, I look down at Baron. That's where we're going. Uh, as he comes to the corner, the... Amulet, once it basically kind of crosses into the intersection, it flips 90 degrees to the right. It uh, doesn't look like it. I was about to be pissed off. Like, what ancient motherfucker flushed their treasure down the toilet? (laughs) Thank Oldamara. And you're right, it is Corporalite. It is. I looked it up, too. (laughs) I'm like, I've never actually encountered this. Well, he's totally right. (laughs) I have no idea why I know that. All right. Uh, do any of you have any main, main drive to explore either of the other two passages? Uh, no, no. no. Yeah, I'm going to follow the glowing As far as we know, the only thing that's down here is the vault. Yeah. This seems like the kind of place that might be easy to get kind of lost to if you make too many turns. So maybe we just we, follow we, the maybe You also way. do have magical amulet to help get us. Maybe well, on yeah. the way out. Yeah. Something. Mm. We'll come back. All right. Hold so on. Wait. This is the first turn we're making, right? It is. Alright, I'm gonna make marks to indicate how to get out. Okay. Because this amulet's taking us there, yeah. we don't have a guaranteed way back. Alright, that's a so really good idea. Every time we, I have chalk, so every time we take turns, I'm making sure to mark so we have a clear path to get the hell out of here. Okay. okay. Are you marking the way you went or is it marking the way back? Isn't it the same thing? Well, I mean, just what direction your arrow is pointing Just the way out. I'll just I'll draw the arrow to point back the way we came, so as we're re- retreating. Or whatever. Yeah, the arrows are just guiding us the way that we need to go. Okay. Sounds good. I was thinking of this earlier, because I have cartographer's tools in the city above. I could have been mapping, but I didn't. I was just like, somebody should be mapping. Because <laughs> you made that point, like, oh, right. Like, we totally get lost down here. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got this thing to guide us. To where we're going. Yeah. <laughs> well, we could always, good. you know, it's pointing that way. Let's go the opposite direction. We could always just reverse it. Unless whatever we find turns it off. True. Hmm. Or requires it and then takes it. Yeah. Okay, we let's, solve the problem. Let's keep going. Yeah, let's do it. We like to talk everything through we incessantly. 
Jock Mark, that okay. way. Cool. So you walk about another 40 minutes or so. Okay. The tunnel winds and weaves mm-hmm. here and there, but there's no turnoffs on it. Okay. Uh, until eventually you come to another intersection. Again, four-way. This one has a traffic camera. Uh, it flashes as you speed through. <laughs> um, Getting that ticket. No, actually... Uh, as the <laughs> the red light, red and blue lights pop on. As the amulet passes uh, into the intersection, it continues pointing straight ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, this one also has that sort of bowl where they all meet, mm-hmm. and uh, another about eight foot wide pit extending mm-hmm. even further downward. Okay. What if these were bodies that were sacrificed? The blood th- flowed down that way. Ten foot wide channel of just river of blood. <laughs> Those are the human corpses were on there. This is the other campaign, though, actually, my assumption, <laughs> based on the shit we've seen. I mean, I'm not saying it's not possible. That's just, that's a it lot. It's more mystical than Well, sewer. based on the size of things we've seen, it may not be a lot of things being sacrificed. It might be really big things. Okay. That have a lot of blood. I mean, imagine draining the blood out of a dragon. It's also a city that I guarantee you is full of shit over there. <laughs> Just saying. All right. Is or was. <laughs> or was. It probably is, but it was then too. <laughs> Continue following the stone. Okay. Moving right along. Sidetrack. <laughs> Sidetrack the campaign. Alright, you walk for about another 25 minutes or so. Maybe another half an hour. It's turning into quite the hike. When you come to another... I oh. oh. Another intersection. Uh, this one, at the center of the bowl, is a pile of bodies. Mm. Uh, Boom! Called it! Ancient and desiccated. Okay. But there's about maybe one to two dozen of them, all mm. sort of layered on top of one another, yeah. uh, right where the, uh, where the pit would be. Okay. Uh, as the amulet hits the intersection, it whips around and points to the, the center of the, the bowl. Of course it of does. Course. Where's that shovel? <laughs> oh yeah, we Your don't shield. have one. <sighs> I'll do it. <laughs> so, is it fair? You can kill undead, right? Just in case they come alive and start to choke me. I mean, probably? That's reassuring. I mean, <laughs> he can. <laughs> so, um, I start removing the bodies. Okay. And first of all, no, first, before before I do that, are there any traps there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, he, whoa, whoa, whoa. Brock backs up. Like, Is he helping me? <laughs> sure. I'll help you. Because we really need that. That's going to be 23 again. 22. 22. Okay. Boom. Well, hopefully not boom, actually, because we found the trap. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you don't find any traps. Oh. There does not appear to be a trap, as far as I can tell. All right. How high are the bodies piled up? They're piled up about. Quick math here. The bodies are this big. Um, <laughs> How many bodies can fit into this trunk? It's about uh, about a five foot tall pile mm-hmm. that comes out about seven or eight feet. Around and how are the corpses? Are they completely skeleton? Are they decaying? Any? They they're kind of like mummified. They're oh. like there's a little bit of sort of jerky like flesh around the outside, but they're like totally bone dry. Um, mm. But they haven't really like rotted as, as they would have in like a, a more moist climate. Does it look like they're arranged in any specific pattern, or are they just like in a heap? 
These weren't the guys who tried to find the treasure last time, are they? Uh, hope not. Were they trying to perform Thriller? <laughs> They're about to. <laughs> uh, make a perception check. Uh, right? Nat 20. Or Dude, you were like on it 26. Right? Okay. I wasn't earlier. <laughs> Gotta make up for it then. Yeah. Yes, there appears to be some mad, uh, method to this madness of uh, the, bo- the bodies. They don't appear to have just been sort of slapdashedly thrown into a, a heap. Okay. Uh, it looks like they have been specifically arranged. Okay. But I don't gather anything from that arrangement. Okay. Okay. Um, I assume you tell us. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. sharing that information with you. Can you see if it's there's any magic emanating from it? Um, I'm more of the school of necromancy, and I really want to know that. Yeah, I'll, I'll give that another try. Another detect magic ritual, I guess. Go for it. Oh yeah, so you do yeah, it. Yeah, just that is right, what right. I'm doing. <laughs> you silently pray. We all are like <sighs> taking your time. I really hope this thing isn't. I hope that I hope the skeletons don't attack. You'll be happy when I still have those. We've been attacked by player. skeletons before, so all yeah. of this paranoia is fully justified. Yeah, it's justified. Oh, I guess technically those snakes were skeletons. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we don't have quite the fear of undead that we have in your other game, but you know, we, yeah. we, we, we fought them and they hurt us. Apparently. I think I think of those as snakes first, skeletons second. Mm. But I guess I can see where the, you'd have the other. Uh, Perception. Other yeah. order of operations there. Okay. Um, you detect a faint aura of transmutation inside. Oh, okay. Uh, coming from within the heat. Okay. And a... Actually, hot second here. If you're going, like, transmutation, I'm like, shh. Yeah. <laughs> Drops like, uh... Uh, yes, a faint aura of transmutation and an aura of necromancy around the, the whole okay. pile. Um, while he's doing that, I'm going to be using my uh, ritual to cast Unseen Servant. Okay. Yeah, I was hoping he was going to forget because I wanted to make a joke about it. Because <laughs> um, then I'm going to have me and Kiko. Okay. I'm going to put this little skull hat on just so I know where he is. All right. And I'm like, um, okay, so make, he... a, uh, make a charisma check. Or a spell casting check, I suppose. Yeah. Five. I was really waiting for him to start You're not able to balance the bodies out. Yeah. Doesn't he have a spell for <laughs> Well, Kiko, anyways. We're gonna help. He can lift uh, thirty pounds. Yep. Let me know. So, right, let's um, let's get to it. So I I at first kind of grab the top body and move it. Then I see what happens. Okay, so you climb down. Yeah, over to it. Yeah. All right. So uh, drops in the center of about a ten foot diameter pit um, that that bowls down to the bottom. Okay. Uh, as you as you descend towards the the pile, mm-hmm. uh, you sort of slide down the edges till you kind of rest at the bottom of the bowl. Uh, Kiko strides down without trouble. It's a magical construct. It's not really yeah. capable of not doing that. You pull off the top body and find that the like the inner the the head and the, the sorry the the torso and arms and, and head sort of fall free, but the like at the pelvis, it's like kind of stuck in the pile. Mm-hmm. Um, you give it another, like another tug, mm-hmm. and the whole pile like ripples and shakes. Uh, you so hear while a, he's doing that, mm-hmm. I'm pulling my crowbar out to use as a weapon. Okay, <laughs> based on prior experience, it's probably more effective. Uh, you hear kind of a, a a creaking and snapping sound, and uh, you can you begin to see some of the the hands slowly begin to kind of grip 
uh, kind of extending in their fingers and, and flexing okay. in. Oh, um, good. You see some of the... This is... I didn't say the words! Let me know when I can run away <laughs> yeah. in terror. The, you see some of the jaws begin to kind of open and close slowly. Uh, Gosh. And the, the pile begins to rumble. Let's have everyone roll initiative here. There's going to be a, like a Dark Souls conglomerate monster of things. Or it's Army of Darkness. I, I was just sitting there. Klaatu! You didn't say the words! <laughs> 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 oh, Joe, boy. you always say the words first. Seven. All right. That's stuff. I'm really glad I rolled that in this situation. Just getting it out of the way. Glad, no, no, no. I'm glad to be reacting slowly next mm. to the corpse pile. That's continue. Well, let's look at it this way. What could its dex modifier be? <laughs> okay. Uh, Surprisingly high. Farron, what do you have? 13. 13 for Farron. I'm actually counting on it having a very low dex modifier. Six. Six for Kiara. Blah. And... Eric's twenty-one. Nice. Twenty-one. Nicely done. All right. So if I'm using the crowbar, do I just use the club? Yeah, that's fine. All right. All right, Eric's your first to act. All right. Well, I'm hopping down into the uh, uh, pit next to my buddy, and I swing the crowbar at it. All right. Make a attack roll. It's gonna be AC twenty-one. Twenty-one's a hit. Four points of damage. Okay. Crunch. You smack your crowbar into the ancient flesh of the the writhing pile. Uh, it doesn't appear to greatly react to the uh, the strike. Oh, mm. son of a crap. Quarren says, God's above, what is that thing? As he <laughs> whips out his, crow, his uh, crossbow. Farron. Alright. Uh, I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon. John. Would some, it be a club or a great club? Like two-handed? Regular club. Okay. Do some cleric shit, Farron. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is cleric time. Uh, so yeah, spiritual weapon, which will make a floaty mace of Palor appear behind it, I guess. Okay. Um, and then my that's my main action. Bonus action, I get to take a swing with it. Okay. Uh, which is, if I remember correctly, let me double check if that's a spell or a melee a crowbar. I think I said it's a spell. Oh, I didn't write it. Great. A glowing spectral mace appears in the in the air near the uh, the pile of cor- of animate corpses and smacks into it. Go ahead and make your tech roll. Okay. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I, I can do that after I do that. So here's the attack roll. That's an eighteen plus. Oh. Yeah, it's gonna. So uh, all right, blue, you'll get a shot today. Boom, max damage. All right, so that's eight plus. What's my spell modifier? Five, I think. It'd be your casting ability modifier. So yeah. With should be board. five or six. Uh, uh, probably be three or four. He's making a, a cast attack? It, it, no, you're not on your proficiency to damage. Yeah. Just, oh, just oh, on the damage note. It Sorry. is plus four. So that's 12. 12. All right. Force damage, if that matters. Sorry. Cool. I was looking um, at something. And then, actually, I changed my mind. It wouldn't be very noble or baron like to let them jump into danger without uh, jumping in myself, so I will also dive in and uh, swing with my mace as well. Okay. Uh, as the spectral mace impacts on the pile, mm-hmm. uh, one of the corpses is like knocked free from it mm-hmm. and lands on the ground in the bottom of the, the pit and begins to crawl itself to its feet. Okay. Oh no. Um, I guess I'll go for that one. Okay. That's gonna be... 
this one. So this is like a corpse king, like the rat king, but corpses? A little. All right. Uh, 17. 17? AC. Okay, uh, hit. Wait, that's the wrong guy. This one. Oh, uh, so much better before. Four. Okay. Uh, the mace smashes into it. Bludgeoning, if that matters. I'm not sure. Let me do a quick double check here. Zombie. I don't think it does. My guy was just reacting to stuff not working so well against Undead the last time. Mm-hmm. I'll make a note of this for later. Uh-oh. He says that, and as I flip the page, as he flips the page, I just see a beholder pass by. Yeah. Like, That's fantastic. <laughs> not just any beholder. A zombie oh, holder. Oh, yeah. I taunted Cypher with that one. And it still has eye rays? Oh, man. The earmark in this thing. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, where am I? Hit points for zomboids. Coming soon. Brent, I left that one on you since <laughs> you're the one who made him open the book to ask that question. He's bookmarking it. Yeah. Next time on Die by the Dice. We all die. <laughs> by the Dice. But da bump. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, that doesn't do any particular okay. extra damage. Uh, just smacks into it with a meaty thud. Cool. Drock. All right. Um, so you're like within a close distance with me. You you're at the bottom of the pit right now with Farron, Farron, Spectral Mace, and Eric's. They've all lit to your rescue. Um, <gasps> I get sneak attack. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, I will. Um, who's who is closer to me? They're like on either side of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Eric's on your right. Your okay, right. I go to uh, Eric's and I say, we'll take them down together. And I will, using my second level spell slot, I will cast Heroism on both of us. So Ooh. basically, a DR3. But we, we get three hit points per round. Yay! And you get it right off the bat? Um, you also get some other stuff too, right? Um, oh, yeah, you're also uh, uh, so, imbued with bravery until the spell ends the creature is immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points equal to your spellcast modifier at the start of each of its turns so okay. probably after this turn neat so you get three hit points at the start of each turn Tiaran alright I'm gonna stay up on the ledge just to have some people who are not in immediate effect of the creature okay uh, and I'm going to throw a dart at it alright throw your dart at the pile or the one that I at the pile okay easier to hit I think probably it's a, it's a nine plus. Oh, uh, oh, bonus action. Sure. Um, I well, actually, the part of my was inspiring that to him, so you get inspiration die. That's deep. All right, back to you, D6. Fourteen. Fourteen. Shoot, you can also add to damage now. <gasps> Four. Four damage. All right. Aw. It thunks into the uh, corpse pile as it begins to. The corpse pile is now risen to like an amalgamated feet from all the ones on the bottom level and it sort of sta- like stands in a kind of swaying grisly manner. Decaying arms reach out from, from all over it and just swipe at all three of you. General consensus is this is gross. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Probably about to smell really bad soon. Yeah. yeah. Well we have been in a sewer for the past hour. But a long disused sewer. Alright, Eric's AC eighteen. It's a hit. Alright, Drock, AC twelve. Yes. Farron, also AC twelve. Miss. Okay. What Drock and Farron, what if it was AC thirteen? Miss. Still miss. Okay, cool. The, his AC is like eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Shield. <laughs> Alright. Eric's you hit for seven points of damage. Alright. It needs to make a re uh 
dexterity saving throw. Okay. Um, it will go ahead and fail at that. Yep. <laughs> so go ahead and roll some damage. All right. It's going to be 18 points of fire damage. That's <laughs> a good one. Eric hellishly rebukes his back. Nice. That's so cool. Um, wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, the thing. Uh, do they hit Kiko? Uh, yeah, I guess they'll, they'll swing at Kiko also, but they have disadvantage because he's invisible. Okay. Um, AC 16. Oh, they hits. Okay. Kiko takes seven damage. He, he's gone. Okay. He's gone. Kiko's not. Guys, we're down to Kiko. Kiko's dead forever. Kiko, no! No! Okay. Uh, so a few things happen. Uh, thing one is the zombie pile catches fire. Woo! Uh, thing two is... I was going to say, it is pretty is, dried out. Uh, you need to make a dexterity saving throw, please, Eric's. That's going to be... 18. 18. Good enough. You're able to pull yourself from its grasping hands. Uh, thing three is that another zombie falls off the pile and begins getting to its feet. Is it on fire? Uh, this one is not. Nice trick, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can't do that again until he rests, but... <laughs> okay, and then... <laughs> It's kind of a one-shot thing, but... Drop. Worth it. This seemed important. Yep. <laughs> the corpse pile rears back away from you a little bit, and then a number of the ancient mummified heads all sort of point in your direction at once yeah. and release a dry roar, like a... As uh, hideous, like, hideous foul-smelling dust flies at you. Okay. Uh, make a constitution saving throw. Alrighty. Uh, ten. Ten, Okay. Uh, you suffer. Actually, me, 11. 11. Okay, you suffer. Ow, that's bad. 12 points of poison damage. Jesus. Okay. Uh, and are poisoned. Okay. So you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Okay. Shitty. Uh Zombie minion 1. Grizzes to his feet and attacks Farron. Um, but misses. Okay. Uh, the second one also lurches around and attacks you. Uh, also missing. Okay. It, they're... The first one clangs off your shield. The other one, its bony arm flails wildly. Okay. All right, top of the order, back to you, Eric's. All right, I'm going to draw uh, my dagger, my offhand. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to start wailing at it with dagger and cro- uh, crowbar. Okay. AC 17 hit. and AC 23. Also hit. All right, so for... So I'm gonna throw Joe's inspiration onto the the crowbar damage. Mm-hmm. That's also where the sneak attack's going. Sweet, it's all the same at this point. Um, so one, six, ten, sixteen points of damage on that hit. All right, nice. And then, all right. So as you hit it, another corpse sloughs off the pile, sort of on your side, mm-hmm. and begins getting up. Yeah. So then he just comes back in with a dagger for another uh, two points of damage. Okay, sounds good. Baron snaps a shot with his crossbow. Hitting one of the zombies. Ooh, actually pretty handily. Uh, one of the ones that was attacking you, mm. um, a crossbow bolt snaps into its neck and mm. it falls to the ground. Ooh, well shot. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, fair. Uh, how close is Drock to me? Uh, he's right next to you. Okay. Uh, after seeing him take that big hit, I'm going to reach over and uh, cast Cure Wounds on him. All right. Here's some wounds. Sorry. Uh, let's see. That is, if I remember right, 1d8. So the three hit points I get from you are temporary, right? Yeah, so they... No, it's fine. I just there's different, actually have different boxes. I'm making sure I'm keeping track of things in the proper boxes. Eight, 
An additional three, so you get eleven back. Oh, okay. Good All heals. Right. Eight plus healing. Oh yeah. Alright, Drock, you're right. up. Bonus action. Oh sorry, bonus action. Attack on the uh heap again. Absolutely. For a total of uh twenty one. Twenty one's a hit. Excellent. And mm-hmm. Uh, it, because I'm feeling weakened and my attacks are going to suck, I grab you <laughs> well, and it's save. it's still his turn. Oh, yeah. okay. Still doing my, uh, my bonus action here. So that's going to be eight more damage. Okay. All right. Another zombie pops off the pile and mm. begins to rise to its feet. You get that area spell fast. All right. Drock, now it's your turn. Um, so in rep- reciprocity. I grab you and say, like, reciprocity. Reciprocity. I grab Farron and they say, like, I just wanted to see where that was. There's at least <laughs> one or two too many syllables in that. Reciprocity. Geoprenitus. I grab you and say, show these undead what the might of Palor can do. And I can use my bonus action to inspire you, and I'm also going to cast Heroism on you as a first level spell. Ooh, sweet. Because I think that's going to be more helpful to me, swinging ineffectually. Nice. All right, so you get your on your turn, you get the three-hit point bubble. You can't be feared. Okay. And uh, you also have your inspiration die to do with as you will. Sweet. Drock, end of your turn. Make a constitution saving throw, please. Okay. Seven, worse. Okay, so you're the po- you're not free of the poison yet. Okay. Your vision still swims. Kiaren. I'm going to jump down and aim for some of the... Um... Separated zombies. Okay. Yeah. Gotta try and do damage control here. Good so. idea. So there's two that are fixated on make Farron. The problem worse. Yeah. yeah. Two on Farron, one on Eric's. I'm gonna go for one of the two that are on Farron. Okay. Protect the healer. Sound <laughs> planning? Damn right. <laughs> Doesn't matter which one. Oh no, they're both unharmed. Okay. I'm gonna attack with my short sword. Okay. Nine. Hit. Okay, cool. Hmm. Six points of damage. Okay. I suppose they're not particularly dexterous. No, they're not. <laughs> not like they're wearing armor either. They're also basically nude. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to do my extra bonus attacks. Okay. Are you doing flurry of blows? Flurry of blows, yes. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you for not making me flounder for another <laughs> 10 minutes there. <laughs> I thought I'd just get that out of the way. <laughs> ah, seven. Miss. Oh. <laughs> that one that one there. You, you found the line. Second attack. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh my god! I'm changing dice. Other way. I'm changing dice. <laughs> You're yeah. flailing at skeletons. <laughs> I slipped on my it's way a, down or something. Yeah, it's a slap fight. <laughs> That's a very I'm just whiffing. <laughs> and there's just like desiccated skin flying in the air from the slap fight. Alright, next time I'm gonna get this guy. The zombie pile continues to burn. Okay. It does not put itself out. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> With what? Is it aware that it's on fire? <laughs> uh, it's tough to tell. <laughs> oh. Kieran, make a dexterity check for me, please. 19. Okay, you cool. You're able to sort of keep your balance on the, the side of the bowl so you don't slip down close enough to be within arm's reach of the uh, pile. Uh, the rest of you, however, are. And it swings its claws at all of you there. Eric's AC 20. Fuck. Drock AC 11. This Farron, AC 15. Miss. Miss, okay. Eric's, you are struck for six points of damage. So three. <laughs> and... Oh, yeah, only three. All right. Uh, make, a dex- <laughs> make a dexterity saving throw, please. Excuse me. Me? Yes, Eric's, make a dexterity saving throw. Sorry, I was in the middle of writing, so I didn't see you pointing. 18. 18. All right, good. 
you uh, stab and, and cut to push away a few of the... So the zombie pile rears back again and then points itself at you, Kiaren, uh, spraying a, a cloud of foul uh, dust. Make a constitution save throw. Six. Six, not good enough. No, uh, I dodge. You suffer 10 points of poison damage. Ouch. And you are poisoned. So you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until you clear the poison from your system. Uh, then the zombie Minionis, uh, two attack Theron. Oh, wow, uh, AC 18. Matches. Then you hit twice. Oh, shit. Who ever saw this coming? Not <laughs> I, Tom. Not any of us, yeah. All right, ow. Uh, for seven twice, so 14 damage between the two of them. Holy crap, all right. <laughs> Means 11, because of the three hit points. Oh, that's true, but still, <laughs> holy I crap. Make sure, I have to make sure it works. Well, he hasn't acted yet. You get it at the start of your turn. You cast it on him. He acted before you. Okay. He hasn't gone yet to, to benefit from them. So they, they bludgeon you with bony claws. And then one attacks you, Eric. Yeah, the reading was the start of the turn. He's right. Okay. Uh, AC 22. Fuck. Yeah, man. These zombies are on <laughs> point. Uh, but only eight points. Or sorry. Only two points of damage. <laughs> only eight. <laughs> You'll be fine. Wait, did I say two? I meant four. Four is the final answer. <laughs> I, I rolled a two. John, get your I'm, math I'm shit together. Two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm like, two's four. I'm almost down to half. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, those are zombies. They're doing the cool things. Top of the order is Eric's. Okay. Other than knocking zombies off this thing, do our attacks actually seem to be doing anything to it? Uh, it definitely seems to be diminished from its... Uh, or initial state, uh, it looks severely wounded. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going to press the attack and just hope that I don't fall from the side zombies before we take the big one down. Okay. Alright, so I'm going to go dive back in with another uh, flurry of attacks, but <laughs> not mechanically yes. flurry. Well, the offhand's not going to do so well, so the freaking crowbar is going to be AC 21. That'll hit. And then the dagger's going to be AC 9. That's also going to hit. Yay! Sweet. It's a 10-foot diameter sphere of corpses. It's not exactly <laughs> hard to connect with. I'm still getting sneak attack because it's within five feet of an enemy combatant. Yeah, you're uh, able to find a weak spot in <laughs> the pile. The pile. <laughs> that one! <laughs> so 10, 11 points of damage all told from both attacks. 11 from both. Another zombie shuffles off the pile. Wait, why am I rolling that? But not the mortal coil. No, that happened a long, long yeah. time ago. <laughs> Way ahead of you. Most of my damage on that came from the sneak attacks. I think I rolled a one on both. Did you? <laughs> All right. Baron takes aim at the one that you... No, that you hit. Okay. With his crossbow. And fires and hits. Um, but just wings it, sadly. Mm. All right. Uh, Farron. All right. Getting sick of all these zombies in this here sewer, so uh, I'm going to guiding bolt the big pile. Okay. Or and your your inspiration can be used for damage too. Yep. Now you'll have disadvantage because you're making a ranged attack while in melee. Okay. That's probably fine still. You can also use it for my attack though as well. Yes, we may have that come into play. So you can, you but you have to make the decision to use it before John calls success or not. But you can make it after you roll. Okay. Just before he says so, that you fail. Hang on a sec before we... So that's a 19 and an 18. Nice. I'm going to go ahead and hang on to that. <laughs> yeah. Good call, good call. I'll take the 18. That's a hit. 
Okay, good. <laughs> and then I'll tack on the damage here. Now, how does that work? Because this is radiant damage. Is it damage? any attack or just weapon attacks? Uh, just any attack. Neat. Oh, cool. Okay. So I'll roll it separately. How about that? No, it just boosts on. Well, we'll make sure it's a different die then. Sure. So that's going to be 11, 17. This was part of it too. 18 plus. So that's 18 radiant damage. And then I don't know if we count his. That's also radiant. Also radiant? Okay. Mm -hmm. So then that's going to be 21 radiant. It is legit. It's pretty good. The pile seems to be devastated by the uh, the radiant energy. Mm. You see two zombies slough off, but they're incinerated in uh, holy light as they as they do so. Sweet. And then bonus action. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to forgo the attack, and I'm going to cast Healing Word on probably Eric's, because you've been taking a bunch of hits lately. Yeah. So that's going to be on blue. Uh Three plus four, seven plus an additional three from the life class of so ten HP to you. Yay! All right, Drock. The creature um, seems to be on its last legs. Well, goddammit. Um, just FYI. So I'm gonna cast Dissonant Whispers. Does say creature? Yeah, it's more gonna be whether or not the thing is affected by it. It'll be in its block. Uh, it has to make a wisdom saving throw. It's a really weird experience to be a spellcaster, but I have no offensive spells. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. What's kind of save? Wisdom? Yeah. Oh, it's really bad at that. <laughs> hey, but I rolled decently. Uh, 12? Oh, does fails. Okay. 13. Alright, so... Wait, actually, I'm sorry. It has to bonus that. 14. <sighs> oh, god damn that. <laughs> Fucking John, what the hell? I'm sorry! <laughs> Zombie, wis wisdom save plus zero! <laughs> You make it. Oh, never mind. You're in a Oh, it still takes half damage. Yeah. Can you do four? That's how much hit points it has. Well, yeah. most. <laughs> We're going to be backtracking that the first time I Seven. Okay. <laughs> Down to one. Um, then, as my bonus action, I will. Kick it in the balls. I will say to. You just like punch it or something, dude. <laughs> uh, Push it over. As a bonus action. Can I swing my sword? No. If it's in, if it's in your offhand. No. Mm. Call no, it a mean no. name. Do something. Well, I've, done, I've done everything I could. And so, as a bonus action, I will say, Baron, strike this thing down. <laughs> you have the power within. So you get another inspiration die. Cool. Okay, Farron, you... Can you stack up inspiration die? You can use one after the other, though. Okay, cool. Yeah, you Farron, can. you are up. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Didn't I just go? Yeah, you just healed me. Yeah. Oh. Drock, yes, thank you, because I uh, bar and mixed up with Drock. I mean, I would love to just go, but... Sure, you are next. <laughs> Do you want to send that that way? Well, I guess you already gave it to me, didn't you? Yeah, it's okay. Oh, yeah, I was going to be like, eh, it would have gone better to oh, be make first, a, uh, we'll come up first. Through? Yes, make your constitution saving throw. Good thinking. Oh, that's a 17. Okay, you... <coughs> and wreck up, wretch up the uh, <laughs> the poison dust in your throat, mm -hmm. and are no longer poisoned. You coughed it up. All right, Kiaran, you are still poisoned, however. I am. But it's your turn. I'm going to... Get the big guy. Okay. Might as well take care of him. With your short sword? With my short sword. 15. Hit. Wait, you're at disadvantage because you're poisoned. So That's roll right. twice. Oh, yeah. Choose the lower. Oh, that one's lower. Still hit. Uh, still would probably hit, still though. Hit. 17. Hit. Yeah, it's a hit. Nice. Uh, nine damage. Nine damage. All right. The pile staggers back on whatever legs are left on it and then <clears throat> kind of collapses into a heap. You have the other zombies who were up are still ambulatory. Can I uh, use however. my bonus action to attack uh, 
free zombie? Yeah, there are two on Farron, one on Eric's, and one looks like someone for you. I'm going for the ones on Farron. The one that was already wounded? Yes. Okay. Do I have disadvantage still? You still do. My lower one was five, so ten. Ten's a hit. Well, the crowd, I have short swords. <laughs> Six damage. Six. All right, that's enough to destroy it. Sweet. You punch its decayed head clean off. Sweet. All right. Uh, now make a constitution saving throw to right. see if you can kick the poison. Eighteen. That's good enough. Good. You do one of those, uh, like, hold one of your nostrils and, like, just Go shoot a snot ball of... Uh, <laughs> a ball of poison just out. <laughs> All right. The remaining zombies, one attacks Eric's, but misses. One attacks Farron, but misses. The last one attacks Kiarin. Ooh, that was like a really cool little down the arm roll. AC 14. Miss. All right, but misses. Eric's, top of the order, back to you. All right, going after the zombie that's on me. It's going to be AC 19 and AC 20, or 14. Hit and hit. All right. Crowbar is going to do six, eight, ten points of damage. And the dagger will do three. All right, that will destroy it. Cool. Uh, it falls, uh, it sort of disassembles in front of you. Bar in, will reload his crossbow and take aim again, firing at the last one, or actually the one on you, uh, Kiaran, uh, hitting. Funk! It, pop, it like snacks on the side of the zombie's head and he's still like, <laughs> All right. Uh, fair. Okay, so there's one on me still, and there's one on Kiara. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I will cast Sacred Flame on the one that's next to me. Okay. Uh, it has to make a reflex saving throw. Oh, it's really... Actually, that's a decent roll. Really? I rolled a 15, so let's see... Oh, well, my it has to beat 14, so... Well, it might have a negative text, so you <laughs> might be in luck. Oh, wait, but I have my inspiration. Can I add that? No. No, Aww. I didn't think uh, so. But it does have minus two decks. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> that'll give it 13 for... Yay, zombies. <laughs> All right. Uh, so then it does... Where's my... There you are. Uh, six radiant damage. All right. That will obliterate it in a pillar of holy flame. Sweet. What's your spiritual weapon? Oh, yeah. It's just chilling. <laughs> well, if this didn't kill it, it was going to hit that. Well, there's oh, well, there is another one. one. Yeah. It can move 30 feet in one round. Well, That's that fine. Okay. So then I'll swing that over to the other one, and I'll make that attack. Yeah, this is like a little ten-foot mosh pit we got going. Oh, over okay. Here. That's a seventeen. Hit. Okay, and that's another d8 that it uses. So that gets three plus four, so seven. All right, you crush it into pulp. Sweet. Beneath your holy hammer, and the last of your ambulatory corpse foes have fallen. Yeah. And just a quick side note here: there's a little uh, quote in the monster manual. Mm-hmm. After Beak died, we cast an animate dead spell on his corpse. It was fun for a while, but the zombie started to smell real bad, so he doused in the oil and set it on fire. Beak would have found that hilarious. Haughty <laughs> <laughs> Peak on friendship. I love the entries they have in the book. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right. There's sort of a, a brief, tense lull as the last of the zombies go down. Everyone re- weapons at the ready to make sure none of them get back up again. Uh, but they seem to have died for the last time now. Baron uh, picks back up the amulet and swirls, swirls it around. He says, uh, a little help as he sort of starts to ease himself down into the bowl of the... I help him. Okay. Uh, he, doesn't want the, he doesn't really want to sort of slide down into the, the middle of it. Can't imagine why. <laughs> <laughs> the amulet... So with the, the pile moved, uh, there's a... What's left of sort of a rusted iron grate 
over the the pit on this one. It's rusted enough where if you guys were to, you're not sure you don't trust it to support your weight necessarily, but um, there wouldn't really be any risk of. Well, you're not falling into an open pit <laughs> if you were to, if you were to fall onto it. Okay. Uh, however, the amulet doesn't appear to be pointing towards the pit. It appears to be pointing towards the left of the pile, which is still burning. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, says, uh, "There's, there must be something in there." Hmm. So I use my sword to kind of pick through fire poker. Yeah, yeah I, I grab one of the crappier short swords that we got and just kind of joining and trying to. Okay. Um. After about a minute of poking at corpses with. <laughs> Sticks. Uh, <laughs> Core smoking. <laughs> How does the cleric feel about this? Yeah, don't really seem to make any headway. <laughs> All right. Uh, I use mage hand to kind of just start disassembling the corpse. Uh, they're it's, the individual pieces are kind of too heavy for mage hand to really be effective here. Okay. So the problem is that it's on fire, right? The giant pile is still burning. Yeah. I mean, don't, actually, it's still on fire. I just control flames, put the fire out. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Oh, oh, wait, I have spells. <laughs> I was going to burn my last create water, or my last first level to create water, but that's much better use, I think. Because <laughs> I can spam that one. Yeah. All right, so so magically doused. Yeah, I mean, I can do effect of five foot cube of not magical flames, and I can extinguish, but I can spam it so I can just kind of keep No, that's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, the fires are out. All right. All right, so then we just start tearing through it. All right, make uh, perception mm-hmm. checks, everyone, as you... Uh, through the, the pile. 14. 18. 12. 14. 12, 14, 18? 14. 14. 18. 18. Okay. Uh, so, as you're up to your... Everyone's up to their elbows in corpse ash by the end of this. But Eric's stumbles upon a, a grisly prize. Uh, within the desiccated midsection of one of the corpses, you, you see something... Shine in the uh, the torchlight. Baron has a, a torch held. Mm-hmm. Uh, you pry open the body cavity and find a an electrum amulet uh, or electrum disc about four inches in diameter and about a half an inch thick. On one side are a number of circles, triangles, and squares, like embossed out from the the back. And on the other side, you see a like a reptilian creature, like a snake or a dragon, perhaps, kind of coiled around itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not in a robberos, but um, like a you know how snakes kind of coil up in that little circle. It's sort of like that. Okay. The serpent is in gold, and the rest of the amulet is electron. Well, this is fancy, but I don't think this is going to solve your problem with that halfling. Or will it? Like, I mean, just as a test, since I mean, this is what we found, I hold it up to see if, and like, move it to see if it affects the amulet. The amulet is is pointing dead on the amulet. Um, so the like, amulet is holding is, is pointing at the my amulet the crest. Yeah. So like, if I as I move it, it shifts it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, we found what it's pointing at, but this doesn't seem to be a fault. Hmm. He moves his hand closer and touches the until the crystal touches the crest you have. Uh, there's a explosion. <laughs> well. A small pop of violet sparks, uh, so everyone kind of jumps mm. back, and then with whip-like speed, the Barnes amulet turns ninety degrees, going down one of the other corridors. Oh, so we're not done yet. 
Well, this just keeps getting more interesting. Yeah. Step one, check. <laughs> uh, well, I guess we press on then, right? Yeah, I guess. I would like to avoid sleeping in an old disused sewer, so yes, yeah, we're pressing on. Can't say I'm looking forward to that. Well, we all know it's totally happening at some point. <laughs> yeah. <but>. yeah. <laughs> totally <laughs> not here, though. Well, yeah, it's not in the pile of corpses we just re-murdered. And burned, thank you very much. That's got to smell awful. Oh, it's not I, I told you it was going to smell worse in here soon. <laughs> <laughs> so as you all help each other out of the, the bowl and back onto the walkway and continue treading into the darkness, we will end for today. Mm-hmm. So thank you everyone for listening to this episode, getting, uh, getting our hands dirty here at the Dive of the Dice podcast. Uh, tune in next week for more underground adventure. And if you liked anything that anybody did, Please send us your shoutouts, dieBythedice at gmail.com or at dieBythedice on Twitter. Lisa is saying that she thinks that she deserves some shoutouts, as does Tom. No, I'm oh. trying to say if I could give a shoutout, I'd give Tom a shoutout for the fire thing, but I'm not allowed to. No, we have <laughs> player shoutouts are strictly forbidden. <laughs> that was so cool, um, But if you, the listener, also think that was cool, let us know so Tom can get the credit he so richly deserves. <laughs> Thank you again for listening. We'll be back next week.